Well, once again this Sunday, we have parables that use agricultural metaphors to talk about the kingdom of God. This kingdom is where God's reign is established in its completeness and perfection, where justice and mercy are reconciled as only God can reconcile them, where our earthly hierarchies and social structures are upended, suffering is no more, and where God's will is brought to its loving and merciful culmination. It is, in other words, heaven. Not the short-sighted vision of heaven where we're reunited with lost loved ones and play endless perfect chamber music with flights of angels. I mean, that's all fine, but the kingdom of heaven is so much more. It's where nothing is missing, everything is complete, and we are caught up in the ecstatic love of God who desires union with us so much that he sent his only son to invite us to this glorious banquet. In Jesus Christ, God himself came to announce that this joyous kingdom has come. And he sent his disciples to spread that proclamation to every corner of the earth. There's just one little thing. We're not there yet. Maybe you've noticed this. God's reign has begun, his kingdom has been announced, and we have all been invited. But we're not there yet. Sin and death have been conquered. The victory of God and goodness are absolutely assured. But we're not there yet. As the clock ticks off the minutes and the calendar rolls through the months, years, and decades, it's obvious that we're not there yet. Sin apparently still thrives in our hearts, our relationships, our church, our government, all our social structures. Suffering and death are our constant companions. And as of this morning, the last are still the last, and the first are more first than ever before. The privileged have inherited the earth, and the meek, well, they seem to get by on very little. God's kingdom is coming, but it isn't here yet. And today's parables are designed to help us understand how to live in that in-between space, the already but not yet of God's reign. There are weeds growing with the wheat, good people and bad all growing together, struggling towards the light. But we can't assume the responsibility of sorting them out. That's not our job. Over and over again, we have to be reminded that this ultimate judgment belongs only to God. And here's a pro tip. If you think you're responsible for sorting the weeds from the wheat, you're one of the weeds. (laughs) Now, don't we have the responsibility to fight against evil and to stand up for the truth? Well, yes, of course we do. But we must do so with humility, with compassion for people, and never writing them off with merciless judgments. And this is what Pope Francis means when he repeatedly calls us to accompaniment. He says, we need a church capable of walking at people's side, of doing more than simply listening to them, a church that accompanies them on their journey, a church that makes sense of the night contained in the flight of so many of our brothers and sisters from Jerusalem a church that realizes that the reasons why people leave 
also contain reasons why they can eventually return. But we need to know how to interpret with courage the larger picture. Jesus warmed the hearts of his disciples on the way to Emmaus. Accompaniment is how we invite people to travel with us towards God's reign. It's how we work together to establish justice in the world and to live with compassion. It's how we invite people to know Jesus and to become his disciples, not through apologetics, not through enforcement of laws and regulations, and not by waiting for the meek and the struggling to come to us so that we can demand that they conform to our highest standards. God's kingdom grows when we plant the mustard seeds that grow into plants where the lost and the wild can find shelter. God's reign grows when we become the yeast that leavens our society to value human life in all its diversity and in every circumstance. Your bit of yeast may be a word of encouragement or an instance of forgiveness. Your mustard seed may be a child that you're raising to be loving, creative, and curious. Despite the words of the song, City of God, we don't build it. God does that. But we have a role to play and a responsibility to collaborate with God's providence. Mahatma Gandhi once famously said, be the change you want to see in the world. And Christians could well say, be the kingdom that you believe is coming. <laughs>